Thank you for joining the Maven's Private Diaries, brought to you by thespicyboudoir.com, purveyor of high-quality, premium, body-safe pleasure products for the over-50s and people living with a disability. Thanks for joining me on the Maven's Private Diaries. This is Susan, and look, I'm absolutely delighted to have Anita East in this episode. Um, I can't remember how I came across Anita's work, but just to give you some background, she's had an interesting career. She was a professional actress and had has appeared in great shows such as Offspring and The Bill and numerous other Australian productions. And then she had a moment while on set where the lead actress walked on walked onto set and they'd had their face um, attended to with Botox and fillers and the director was horrified because the actress could no longer portray the depth of emotion that her character needed and for Anita that was a, a light bulb pivoting moment where something shifted in her so deeply that she left her career and went to university and became a nurse practitioner and now works in the cosmetics industry to practice and she's written a fabulous book called beautiful unique faces which talks about not just botox but what's going on inside of us inside of our hearts and minds when we look at our faces and how we feel about our beauty and i was particularly drawn to this book because i'm i'm now 53 i've got lots of wrinkles i've got gray hair but i love all that i'm really excited about aging i feel so honored and privileged to have wrinkles because there's so many people who don't get to have wrinkles on their face that you know they've sadly have lost their lives at, at a very young age so just to give you an idea of some of the topics that Anita covers in this book, and I pl- please, I really encourage you to stay and listen to this entire episode. We'll come back to it when you can. But she really does hit on things like why do our facial features matter so much? People who are obsessed with photos and social media, um, it, that it's not a level playing field, I can't compete and um, she also taps into some strategies that we can all adopt to level ourselves and tap into our inner power but look i don't want to do too many spoiler alerts i just encourage you to please listen to anita she's a real warrior she's a warrior for every person who's got a fear of aging or or fear of not being able to compare with other people and um, she's brilliant. She's one of my heroes, and I really enjoyed speaking with her. Yeah, fantastic. But if it's kind of like your, you know, the reason I wrote the book was because so many women, and I'm not talking about young women, I'm talking about women from, you know, their early 20s up to their late 70s were coming into me and having such crises with their beauty they didn't know what made them beautiful and therefore they were being convinced and they were being lied to by the media by social media by friends by family by anything that they read and saw that the the 
the ticket to their beauty was via getting something injected into their faces. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's, it's just, in, it's a, a very, a very sad way that we've come to live in society, but because we are so quick fix, if we, if I woke up this morning and I thought, you know what, I think I'm going to buy a red Lamborghini. I can promise you that there would be some crediting agency in the world that would give me the money to go and buy that red Lamborghini by the end of the day. So Mm. no longer have we got this journey of wanting something, planning for it, working out how we're going to achieve our goal. And in that time, we have, we have the time and the space mentally and emotionally to say, Hey, actually, do I really want that red Lamborghini? Mm, actually, no, I don't. It was just a, it was a whim. It was on a whim and I certainly don't want it, nor the debt that comes with it. And it's the same thing now, you know, girls can, girls and women who are feeling insecure about their beauty mm. can look on their social media feed and go, hey, gosh, look at that girl. She's had her lips done. Look at how happy she is. Right. Oh my gosh, there's a hundred clinics within 50 kilometers mm. of me. I'm going to go. Who's doing a special today? I'm going to go and get my lips done. I'm going to see if that makes me happy. No, it doesn't. And so then they continue going, oh, I can have my cheeks done and my chin done because look, she looks beautiful. And therefore, if you're beautiful, you must be happy. But that's not the way it works. Not always the way, is it? No. In your book, just going back to that instant satisfaction, and I was um, surprised and delighted to see in your book that you talk about the brain chemicals of our body. Mm. 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 Can you just please enlighten a little endorphins and serotonin? For sure. Most definitely. Impacts of it. So definitely. And we've got, you know, we are essentially, you know, we're as humans, we're living, we're living kind of chemistry sets. It's fascinating. Mm. And just like, just like you know, drugs that, you know, instill kind of uh, false senses of, of enlightenment, we have them naturally within us. So we can do things to get a sudden hit of serotonin and a sudden hit of dopamine. And the things that we do today to get those are those quick fix little hits of dopamine. So something like... A, something like getting a like on your, on a social media post. If someone's liked your post, what do we get? A quick hit of dopamine. Mm. We feel a sense of belonging. We get that kind of sense of, of that we are part of something. And then we also get, you know, that hit of dopamine as well. And we get it at the moment via ways that aren't very safe for us. So if we're looking to get that hit of dopamine and we can get it via getting a quick fix cosmetic injectable into our face, then it, that's what we do. But the thing is, once that, you know, once the dopamine wears away and that, you know, that might be one, one hour, it might be one day, depending on how many, if you've posted a video about it and how many likes you've got and how many comments you've got saying how beautiful you look and da 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 and all the rest of it, it might be a week. And then you're sat there going, oh gosh, here am I alone with myself again. Oh, I'm, what can I do to make me happy? Oh, I'll go and get something else done. And this is what, this is what we're finding. I've, I've treated over 18,000 people and, and the expectations 
that patients now have not only on us, the practitioners of cosmetic medicine, but also on themselves is exponentially growing. And so with things like, you know, your brain chemicals, there are healthy ways that we can get those brain chemicals, those healthy brain chemicals flowing. And I talk a little bit about things like, you know, the healthy ways that you can get those brain chemicals flowing, but also things like oxytocin, which is a chemical that we have, you know, after we've had a baby. And it's a beautiful chemical. It's a beautiful brain chemical. It means that we feel love um, for, for our child. Um, it's released every time we breastfeed. We have it when we see, you know, small puppies and things like that. Fathers, you know, mm -hmm. and even the people, you know, they have it too. And the other ways that we get it is we get it when we meet a group of people who have the same belief as us. Mm -hmm. So we'll get it, we'll get it, um, you know, if, for example, we have a, there's a, there's a celebrity that posts something on Facebook and someone starts attacking that celebrity and then someone else does and someone else does and someone else does and then suddenly there's this sudden rush of oxytocin within this group of people who are what we call trolling that celebrity and we're finding a lot more of that as well because People are like, you know, celebrity, we're all instant celebrities being on our phones now and having our social media, Instagram channels and all the rest of it. And so people are thinking they're okay to say things to other people that really they shouldn't be saying. Sorry, Nina, I took my camera off hoping that it might improve the bandwidth I know. Of the stream. I know. So, but. Um, Has it improved it for you? Yeah, so oxytocin really is troll bait. It's the drug for trolls then. Oh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's kind of... Yeah, I've always wondered what the big attraction was and I knew that people got a big kick from trolling. It would feed their mm, own mm. low self-esteem, but I hadn't actually mm. put the connection to oxytocin, so that's interesting. Mm. So, well, it's interesting how all of these brain chemicals that we have, mm. when they're used healthily, when they're put in, they're, they're created for, for good in our bodies. Mm. Oxytocin, of course, being that one to increase that strong bond between mother and child. I mean, oh, you don't get more pure than that. That mm. is a beautiful hormone. However, you know, if you think about soccer teams, you know, if you have that camaraderie, with your the supporters of the same soccer team as you or football team or whoever, whatever team, you will actually happily kill members of another, supporters of another football team. You are that because you're at the point where if someone doesn't agree with you, then it's, it's all about that exclusion. And that's where the troll thing comes in. They get this release of oxytocin because they've gone and, you know, said to someone, oh, you look this or you look that. or And because they're behind a keyboard, they feel that they can get away with it. Yeah. And that's why I talk about it in, in my book. And I say, mm -hmm. you know, if you've ever said anything nasty to anyone via via social media, you should you should be begging for forgiveness because mm -hmm. it's a it's a really poor poor 
it's just really poor behavior and we've got celebrities and people who are in the limelight for whatever reason who are you know who are no longer with us because mm. of the effect of these people yeah, that's tragic mm. Mm. so let's hope people watching today and listening take away that message too we always need to treat each other with kindness and respect absolutely so, i mean for sure another way to channel uh, those good those good chemicals and to help um, people overcome their negative feelings about themselves and again I was delighted to think here's a woman who is uh, I don't know exact, exactly what your professional title is Nita I'm sorry is it are you a nurse practitioner that's or, right you're a nurse practitioner yes um, yep. and if people don't know what a nurse practitioner is it's someone who's done an incredible amount of study in the medical field um, but in your book, you talk about that spiritual side of tapping and your inner power of practice. Did I get that mm. right? Yeah, inner power yeah. practice. And I was yep. like, again, delighted <laughs> to read that. So um, could you just quickly touch on the tapping? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So, so tapping is one of the anchors. And I think it's all good and well to have, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if you'd call my book a self-help book, but it's all good and well to have a self-help book, but you've got to offer concrete, palatable and easy to accomplish methods of finding your unique beauty, because that's what I'm telling people. I'm saying, I'm saying, hey, if you find what's most unique and beautiful about you, then, then you won't be sucked into the rabbit hole of believing the lies that businesses that commercialism that social media that an influencer that someone will tell you that you need to do to make you beautiful so i've created and this is all from personal experience yeah. not only from my treating of patients but also from my own i suppose you'd call it downfall and one has to have inciting incidents in one's life to That's be right. able to rise exactly. absolutely yeah, that's yeah. where we do our learning. We do our learning from our inciting incidents, and I call them in. Sorry, I'm just trying to think from your book. It's your permission to sing or your right to sing. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. earn the right to sing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's kind of and and I think the important thing is that once you once you hit rock bottom, if you can find the most, if you can find that strength and stoic kind of energy. it's almost like a rod it's an energy yeah it is an energy it's like a strong mm. energy flowing energy inside you then you'll always be you'll always be able to see things that might make you feel unhappy about your your appearance and about yourself but you'll always bring it back to what's unique about you and that's why I call that's why I say that your unique facial feature is actually that thing. It's your lighthouse. Mm. So I call it your lighthouse because what does a lighthouse do? It, it directs us. It keeps us safe. And so that's your lighthouse and that will never change. So from the minute you are born to the minute you are no longer with us on this earth, your unique facial feature is exactly the same and you can't beat nature at its own game. So mm -hmm. if you've, if you've, if you've been born with your, and your unique facial feature is your eyes, you can't then turn around when you're 23 mm -hmm. or 43 and say, I want to make my lips now my unique facial feature. Mm -hmm. 
it's never going to work. You can't beat nature at its game. So in having your unique facial feature, once you know that, and I do guide the reader through how to identify what their unique facial feature is, because it's exactly what I do with my patients in my mm. treatment room. Mm. Once you know that and you've got that lighthouse to guide you, which you know will never change, then I've got three anchors coming from that lighthouse. The first anchor I call your peeps. Yes. And I don't mean your external peeps. I don't mean your mates. You know, I don't mean your friends, your girlfriends. I don't mean them, your family. No, I mean, I actually am referring really to your subconscious or your intuition. But I call them, and I have done for about the last 20 years, I've called them my peeps. So mm. my peeps are 100 little mini me's, yes. mini eaters. They sit inside me. They're in my solar plexus. And their main aim is to keep me safe. So they're, they're there to make sure that homeostasis happens within my body. So that's mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. So I chat with my peeps really quickly. And this can be done anywhere. You can say, hey, peeps, how are you going? And, uh, you know, 99 of them might say, hey, yeah, we're good. We're, you know, we're, we're doing really well. We're fine. Thanks for asking. And there might be one sat there in the background going, oh, I'm just not feeling so good. And it's a case of just, just keeping those lines of communication open with your peeps, with your subconscious, so that stuff can be dealt with that you might not, A, be aware of mm -hmm. or that you might be trying to squash down nicely. So once you've chatted with your peeps and they've maybe give you one or, given you one or two things to think about, just to ponder about it, it might be something, you know, if I give you an example, it might be something like, oh, they might say, oh, we're feeling a bit, we're feeling a bit unsure about something that's going to happen in two weeks' time. And you go, wow, okay, yeah, I suppose that's, that is something. And I can now, once you know about it, you can actually do something about it. You can deal with it. So that's where the tapping comes in. So tapping mm -hmm. being EFT, which is emotional freedom technique. Mm -hmm. And the thing I love about tapping is that you actually talk about the thing that you're most afraid of. There's so much happening in society today where it's like, oh, don't talk about it. You know, you start saying, oh, gosh, I'm really worried about it. And then someone will say, no, 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 don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. You know, so it's almost like squash it back down, squash it back down. Whereas with tapping and with EFT, you actually vocalize the thing that you're scared about. So you say something like, and you you do it, you tap on different acupressure points mm. throughout your throughout your body. And in doing so, you change the neural pathway. So it can be something as simple as, you know, I'm tapping on what my peeps have just told me. So even though I'm scared about that meeting I've got with that person in two weeks time, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Mm -hmm. Even though I think I'm going to make a fool out of myself in front of, in front of Michelle, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Mm -hmm. Even though I remember that time when I did this and I fell over and everyone laughed at me, even though I'm scared that if I make, if I make myself known to that person, they're going to shame me on social media, even though whatever it is, even though, and you actually say the thing that you're most afraid of or the thing that your peeps have revealed to you, but you finish it with the, with the sentence, 
I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Mm-hmm. So regardless, if you meet that person in two weeks' time and you fall over and you do this or you whatever it is that, that you're most afraid of, if you then caveat that fear with the understanding that you will deeply and completely love and accept yourself regardless of what happens or how someone perceives you, you're nurturing yourself, you're keeping yes. yourself safe and you're saying, regardless of what happens, I am still loved. And that's why the third step of my inner power practice is the mantra. Mm. And the mantra is as simple as I love myself on an in-breath and yes, on an out-breath. And these things are there to remind us because like you said, I don't know if it was when we were on air or off air, but you were saying that when when you go through an inciting incident, when you hit rock bottom and you have to come, you, there is only one thing. There's two things you can do. You can either learn from your inciting incident and choose a new journey and choose to grow or you can stay down in rock bottom and not change and keep making the same feeling the same pain over and over yeah yeah um can I share my experience and my learnings because I've gone through that rock bottom phase myself Mm, I'm mm, not sure mm. if I sent you my before and after photos of what I looked like 15 years ago I, I was edging around the 165 kilo mark and incredibly unhappy in this. Um, so I went through a journey. I was lucky to have a good friend write to me to tell me how worried they were that, for my health and uh, just kick-started my journey. And I reinvented myself. But I learned in all the ups and downs just to be philosophical there's always a lesson to be learned in any situation and it is up to choice as to whether or not you apply that to your own day-to-day life. Mm, mm. Um, and I've also developed, and I'm going to have to swear here, a I don't give a fuck attitude anymore. Yeah. Other yeah. thoughts. The only opinions that matter to me and my family strangers or business colleagues things like that yeah. I just don't take it to heart anymore no and and Good I, on you thank you and I I was when I went into business I was starting to feel um para, I was getting paralyzed with I call it comparatitis <laughs> where you're comparing yourself to other people in your industry and other people working around you And another thing about your book, I was delighted to see that you don't care how many Instagram followers you have. I think, thank God for that, Anita. I don't understand the whole thing anyway. Honestly, I don't understand. I don't understand it anyway because if I can, if I can make make one woman feel better about herself and the way she looks, then that's that's worth that's worth surely that's worth a thousand followers who actually have no interest whatsoever or just yeah no it's I think it's about quality rather than quantity that's right that's right and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you and read this book because you know here at the Spice of Bidwell we're not just about vibrators and lube and pleasure it's about accepting life 
accepting our the changes of our bodies and so forth so from your experience dealing with eighteen thousand people what advice would you give to women and i guess men as well about aging mm-hmm. and i know what I, I i know what i would say but what would mm-hmm. you say given your professional background and the incredible depth of, of experience that you have dealing with mm-hmm. your clients i i think we reach an age and i do talk about this in in the book in terms of for women when we become queens and I think you reach an age where you go, okay, I can either, and you make a choice, I can either go down the rabbit hole of trying to chase ageing the hell out of town and I'm never going to accept it. I'm going to sit here and be miserable miserable about how ageing is affecting my face, my body, my life and everything. Or I can embrace it and I can think, you know what, I'm actually, I'm actually a queen in the fact that I can sit back on my throne and use my wisdom to help to guide younger people. And surely that's, and that's the main thing. Like I would see, I would see women coming in and they might have, and I've been treating them maybe for years and they'd be coming in and they'd be saying, they'd suddenly be chasing these ideals of wanting to look like a 20 something year old Mm. woman. And I'm there going, well, what's happened? And that's what led me to the point where I had to make a decision what to do in my career, whereby it was a near death experience that made me say, okay, I can't actually keep up with this. I can't keep up with this societal expectation when I'm a little voice trying to say to everyone, hey, 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 you've got it all wrong you're beautiful because you've got your crow's feet. You're beautiful because you've got those little lines when you smile. Mm. Don't try and remove them because social media or the media tells you that ageing is bad or ugly or wrong. You need to embrace those things. And I think you can't embrace them unless you know that they, and you know deep down and truthfully that those things make you beautiful Mm. and that's where again I think having the knowledge of what your unique facial feature is is so powerful for each and every one of us because every time we waver in our loyalty to the love loving ourselves every time we we get stuck in that neural pathway that's that's negative of you're this Anita you're that Anita you're not that you're not pretty enough you're not thin enough you're not fit enough strong enough smart enough whatever it might be that we can take it back to our inner power practice and you go and it's almost like having that secret knowledge of something that no one else in the world knows and how powerful and attractive is that look Oh, look, I'm getting on the verge of tears here, Anita, <laughs> because I fucking love me, okay? Yay! I, Woo-hoo! I love me. I, I love it. Me. Excellent. I love my hair. I just <laughs> fucking love my hair. I love, oh, I love my eyes. I love my eyebrows. Yes. I love my lips. I don't give a shit about my big bum or my belly. Everyone loves it. It's <laughs> beautiful the um probably the only struggle i'm having at the moment is i need to i need to change my 
physicality for health reasons and mm -hmm. and i'm stuck in this circular space it's very hard to break out of and i'm trying hard so i started water yoga a few weeks ago and i highly recommend i'm going i'm going to pitch someone here i'm sorry to but you know queens need to be promoted and oh this, absolutely this lady's name is Anne noonan and she's here in brisbane and she's um Look, she's just fucking awesome. And awesome. I had this big fear about going to do water yoga. Not a fear of people seeing me in my togs. I don't care. I go to a nude beach. I, I go, you know, out there bare bum last week. Um, it was about pain and experiencing pain because I've got chronic osteo in both knees. Mm. And, mm. oh, I just loved it. And now I crave for it every Saturday and wow. so I'm building up to learning the steps and then finding a, um, you know, like a time and a place where I can go through the week because uh, I can only make it to her Saturday class. Um, so, yeah, so um, I can't remember where I was going. That secret knowledge. Mm. The mm. day I walked in, when I was on my weight loss journey, I'm sorry, I, don't, I shouldn't say weight loss journey, when I was reinventing myself and I was becoming fitter and I was walking, uh, doing a 45 minute walk each day, I was swimming uh, about 1500 meters a day, not freestyle. I, I, I just couldn't nail it, but I was um, using, you know, kickboard and so forth. And I was going to the gym and I walked into the pool from, from the gym one night, caught myself in the mirror as I came in the front door and I literally went, because I couldn't believe the woman I saw in the mirror. And I thought, oh, my God, <laughs> you're so beautiful. Oh. I was ugly all that time. And, oh. and I think of all the years I wasted um, oh. that way. Um, so the one cosmetic procedure I've had done is I did get my teeth fixed. And, and I would encourage anyone to consider doing that if you're – if your smile, if you don't feel confident with your smile because of your teeth, I would mm -hmm. encourage people to invest time and money in having that done. Mm -hmm. It took me three years, <laughs> my braces, and um, lots of dirty jokes around that, but I won't go there. We'll keep it clean. Um, but it was the best thing I did because it amplified my, my confidence. It amplified my energy. And really mm, absolutely brought my beauty out. So that secret and that's knowledge. right. Secret knowledge and once and that's the thing. It's not and in my book, I'm not saying I'm not a, saying it's a, it's either or. You you know, I'm not saying you can't have a treatment done. I'm not saying you must have a treatment done. I'm mm. saying once you know what your unique facial feature is, you can make empowered decisions and informed decisions about whether or not to have a treatment done and which treatment to have done because so much because you've got that inner confidence of what's special about you now we all have completely different fingerprints now if we weren't supposed to be unique in our beauty why on earth would we have different fingerprints very true we, 
we are supposed to be different. We are supposed to have something that's different to the next person, to the next person, to the next person. So if you find that you're trying to create a new unique facial feature because someone else has got it and you think they look better than you, then you're looking outside of yourself for that mm. happiness. And I, I defy anyone once they've read the book and once they've worked out what their unique facial feature is, and they've done that in a power practice, I defy any of them to sit there and to look at a picture of someone and say, I truthfully think that if I have that done to my face, if I have that chin, if I have that jaw, if I have those mm. cheeks, those lips, that perfectly smooth and expressionless face, that I will be more beautiful and more happy. It just won't happen. Mm. I was pulling up to work the other morning. It was 7.30 in the morning and I had someone, I hadn't even stopped the car and she knocked on the passenger side window. I looked to the left over at her, she opened the car door and she said, Anita, I've just got to tell you, I've read your book and I loved it. And she started crying and she said, I have never, ever felt attractive in my life. I thought I was ugly my whole life. And for the first time ever, I actually think I'm beautiful. And she was crying and I was crying and I was just like, oh my goodness. And if because, because for the first time she stopped looking outside of herself. She yeah. stopped waiting for someone else's approval. Yes. And she found that approval from within herself. And then her, you know, I talk about that flow and that water movement and mm. then it's moving up and down and it's got the space to do. Mm. I talk about tapping into that third eye space and yeah. sitting back and, and waiting to respond to things you know, and also about the wave, you know, in life, there's, there's peaks and there's troughs. A wave has, has a crest and it has a trough. When you're in, when you're in the top of that wave, yes, you know, it's all high and mighty and it's exciting and it's happy. But do you know what, when you're in the trough of that wave, that's where the real learning happens because yeah. you can sit there, you might be feeling less happy than you were up the top of the wave but that's where you've got space to breathe. That's where the space mm -hmm. for the movement to come up and down, where you can mm -hmm. actually observe and learn and think about things and contemplate what's happened. That's mm -hmm. where the true mm -hmm. gold is. So just on that note, with your gorgeous book, it's not just about Botox and dermal fillers. It's actually a spiritual journey and you've got mm. incredible advice. Um, <clears throat> uplifting and very sad case studies in there as well. Mm, so how do people mm. get a copy of your book, Adina? Well, you can. It's available through all of the the standard um, online bookstores. So you've got Amazon, Booktopia, Book Depository, Angus St. Robinson. Um, it's also available directly through me. Um, at least it's a way I can certainly guarantee that you'll you'll get it delivered because Amazon has been, uh, let's just say, challenging. <laughs> but my website, yeah, my website is www.anitaeast.com.au forward slash books. And you can certainly go on there and purchase my book directly through me. Um, 
if you want, if you let me know in the comments, I can sign it for you. I'm more than happy to sign. I love signing books for people because oh, showing you that I'll have to come out there. Yes, yes, yes. You must. Yes, you must. You must. Thankfully, we're but, both um, in and and if people yes, want I know. To reach out to you and to come in for a consultation, how will they find you in that regard? Okay, so the best way to reach out to me is via either my Instagram, which is Anita East underscore, and also uh, email, which is info at anitaeast.com.au. Now, I actually don't treat new patients and I haven't done for 18 months purely because um, there's, it's weird, it sounds strange, but that's another reason I wrote my book was because I, if I see a new patient, then I can't, I can't see my existing patients and I'm already fully booked for four months in advance. So, but I give, I give the reader everything, all the tips and tricks in Mm -hmm. terms of how to find what's most unique about them and how to empower them if they do decide to have a treatment done elsewhere. Mm -hmm. The other thing is as well, is that thankfully the ethical and moral practitioners that are out there are also taking advice in terms of um, how to treat patients ethically and moral through my book. And so soon enough, there'll be a list of people who I can recommend people to go to as well. Um, And also I'm doing, I do have, I've got an amazing social media person who knows all about social media I don't and so she's actually I'm doing um IGTV a little a little tv kind of series on that and I'm giving people um advice there as well in terms of what they should do depending on their unique facial feature good excellent look I have so so enjoyed talking to you today um it's been lovely. Congratulations on this very unique. Thank you. I think. Um, <laughs> Thank you. It has to be one of the first of its kind, surely. It is. Yeah, yeah it is. Worldwide. Yeah. So. Yes. Yes. I think it's funny. I've had I've had practitioners say to me, "Thank you for being, thank you for being brave enough to." to say this stuff because mm-hmm. I am calling the industry out. I'm mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, enough is enough." Yes. No more taking advantage. No yeah. more. Finished. Thank you. You're a warrior. You're a warrior for all of us. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, isn't Anita East wonderful? She really is a warrior for all of us. So to grab a copy of her book, Beautiful Unique Faces, please go to Anita East. And if you really enjoyed this episode and others of the Maven's Private Diaries, would love it if you gave us a review on your listening app. Thank you for listening to the Maven's Private Diaries. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and took away some wisdom, chuckles or inspiration. Let me know your thoughts, either positive or constructive. Uh, You could leave me a review on your listening app. So this podcast is the property of Susan Jarvis, me, The Maven. For inquiries, please visit www.thespicyboudoir.com.